Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where it's our mission to give your things the healthy attention they deserve. Because when they look and feel great, so do you. Things things say a lot about who you are. Yeah. They give you the confidence to be the real you. They connect you with the world. And it's those experiences that make you so uniquely you. Thanks for joining us. I can't stop laughing because of what this is actually about. It's about chapstick. (laughs) And so I'm pretty sure that every time I said things, they said lips. And that is hilarious. Yeah. Well, when you said give your things the healthy attention they deserve, because when they look and feel great, so do you. I laughed because things making you look and feel great was funny. Then I looked at the URL for where this mission statement came from, and it became even funnier. It's lips. Also, though, I'm so happy about this because chapstick is how I live. I live. Yeah, I don't use chapstick. Stick only the blue one. What's wrong? SPF 12, eight hour moisture. I put it on roughly 175 times a day. And if I can't find it, I freak out. So thank you, Rich. You get me. (laughs) Cherry chapstick for me growing up. Really? Yeah. I did have cherry chapstick occasionally. Mm -hmm. I'm putting some on right now. Cherry chapstick or just blue? Lipstick. Blue's blue. classic. Always, always the blue. You got to have the, yeah. the black is the is the original, but the blue is more moisturizing and has SPF in it. So oh, highly recommend. Go for the blue. All right. There you yep. go. There's more um, yours lips than meets the eye. Well, <laughs> you might not want to put that on right before eating a flat croissant. <laughs> Damn it. I have totally been okay. I'm I'm gonna let you finish, but I have been this person with croissant all over my lips because of <laughs> Right? And the flat croissant's crispy and crumblier, I think. I think. Also, what? There's a flat croissant? We're late to this one too. I'm not even gonna claim I'm out in front. This this was all over TikTok like in March, March April. Uh Whoa. this is not describing flatbreads that are like popular in Singapore and Malaysia, because I found another article where people are all up in arms because they called uh, something that has a name flat croissant. So they're like, why are you not calling it by the right name? This is actually just taking a croissant, squishing it down in a pan with some (laughs) butter and making it flat and crispy. What? Yeah. And then you make a sandwich out of it. Yeah. Then you can spread jam on it or more butter or whatever you want make a sandwich make a roast beef sandwich out of it looks like somebody was doing one one of these (laughs) whatever whatever you want to do but yeah you just take some cooking oil butter if you want um it looks like some people do sugar or or honey uh and then yeah you flatten it down yeah yeah exactly uh now 
they are saying in this Taste of Home article, well, you should, you do this with your old croissants. Who lets a croissant get old? I ask. Please, you. On, please, please. But, um, maybe if you 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 know got one of those rolls of Pillsbury croissants and you made too many, a couple of them might last uh, an extra day, and then you you can flatten them out and make them into something else. This is hysterical. You literally like put something heavy on it, even. Yeah, oh yeah. They have uh, the those big circular things that you you Dutch can flatten ovens. it with, or you can just use like a um a rolling pin <laughs> and just squish it. Well, apparently, according to the recipe, you first you squish it, and then while it's cooking, you weigh it down with like a foil wrapped brick. People always put foil wrapped brick in episodes, but or in uh, recipes, by the way, like anybody has or does that. Oh yeah, you don't have several foil wrapped my, bricks in your kitchen, kitchen, Molly. My kitchen brick. Oh, here's where I keep my pots, pans. Where, and kitchen where do brick. you keep your? My sister was over, you know, visiting last week, and she asked me, "Where do you keep your kitchen bricks?" Kitchen brick. I'm looking this up online to see if this is a thing. No, backsplash. All the answers are backsplash yeah, because no one yeah. keeps a brick in the kitchen. No, nobody does. There, and you, there's those um, circular things you can use to squish stuff. You don't need a kitchen brick for it. This but, is pretty awesome. I kind of yeah. want to try it. And if, if you did the sweet thing and then you made like a, they said, they suggest like a grilled cheese and prosciutto with the, oh, yeah. with the honey glazed flat croissant. I mean, kind of yum though. Oh, good one. I saw this on a YouTube video, frankly. And I was like, is that a thing? And then I looked it up and found out it was a couple months old thing, but definitely a thing. Wow. I love it. I missed it too. So great save. Like I think March is you, it's just close enough to easily uh pull it from the pull it from the bin. yeah you you still might run across it and now you know what it is mm-hmm. and you can be like mm-hmm. oh right the flat croissant thing yeah that's old then see that's that's what you get it isn't it's a thing listener is you get to be like yeah like oh that that was like back in march or april right that's been around yeah that's been around yeah. it's like that's been uh, around. it was back when i bought uh, my new set of kitchen bricks i think that was <laughs> lord let those become a thing um <laughs> Before I do my first thing, because this is somewhat related, I would like to, I'm going to enter in a candidate for drink of summer, uh-huh. um, New York Times cooking, which by the way, is such an Uber thing. New York Times cooking is? Like, I don't know how we haven't really talked about it, but New York Times cooking is the only resource that anybody is using anymore for cooking. <laughs> it is a thing. Maybe it's just a certain population of yeah, women yeah, at a certain age. I'm not going to be claiming to be the person who would know, so I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I mean, every time I have been at a party yeah. or like a dinner thing, even like a fancy dinner party as part of a conference of angel investors at this like really, really rich lady's uh, house, uh-huh. she like made a whole fancy fish curry stew and everybody was like, oh my God, where'd you get this recipe? And she goes, New York Times cooking. And everybody mm. in the room is like, of course, because that's all you use. Okay. So I get, I get the privilege of being invited to my niece's uh, um, birthday party yeah. where we're talking like Gen Z millennial edge right here that, that is going to be who's at this party. Uh, so I will I will drop a New York Times cooking reference and report back how it lands with that demo. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. As an experiment. I can't you, wait. I cannot wait. To we see. we okay. will find out where the edge of the demo exists, if an edge exists at all. If an edge exists at all. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. Field research yeah. is occurring. And so because the New York Times is everything among a certain segment um, or New York Times cooking, they have... I opened the app today and saw this drink called the Tinto de Verano, which is mm. Spanish, and I gave it too much of an Italian thing. <laughs> Tinto de Verano. Um, 
It's red wine and citrus soda. And you can or cannot add, depending on whether you want to, like a lemon or lime simple syrup. Oh. I just made one with mm-hmm. non-alcoholic red wine and blood orange uh, fizzy water. That oh. is absolutely delicious. And I'm going to be drift. making this. I'm going to make it. It's not. It's not. No. It's the Safeway kind. <laughs> I bought generic. I went generic. Not even anyway, Kirkland. I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think Tinto de Verano could huh. be a candidate. Although right. it's hard to say. You know, it's like. It's easier when it's just a easy pronounced thing. Anyway, that's my suggestion. But my thing, <laughs> despite this long, I'm sorry. Do you do you want to know where my brain immediately luck. went on that when you yeah. described it? Was like, huh? And then there's poor poor poor, poor man's Tinto de Verano, Orange Crush, and Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, it really is just a like a spritzer. It's like a wine spritzer. Yeah. Like we're trying to like fancy it up, but it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not fancy. I'm sorry. Anyway, carry on. I love it. It's getting a little, it's giving a little Lambrusco. But my actual thing, despite this long prologue, my actual thing, uh, is meal prep. Uh, tell me more. I know. It sounds really, really simple. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, people do meal prep. Yeah. Hi. We've had the, the prep kits for a long time. Well, that's, yes, exactly. And maybe it's because of the existence of the prep kits. And maybe it's a like an economic change and people are trying to save money at home. Uh-huh. But the art of meal prepping yeah. in Instagram worthy containers and buying like in bulk and separating it all perfectly is everywhere on TikTok right now. I got if you. you okay. If you go and it's all over Instagram too, but if you go to TikTok in particular and type in hashtag meal prep, 13 and a half billion views. And it's people with just like identical containers, like 11 of them all lined up and it will be like taco meat and you cook all your stuff on a Sunday. And it's just, and it's, it's ladies with the nails. <laughs> I feel like the nails are just sort of like so a must in all of these. <laughs> it's the internationalization of the bento. Um, Kind of, except that then it's the bento that you cook. Because you haven't cooked it yet. Right. Okay. You're prepping right. it. Okay. Yeah. So this so is could be, this is this is not I've prepped this and then I can take it with me. This is I have prepped this in order to make it. Sometimes it can be either. You're okay. right. Okay. It can okay. be either. Like I'm looking at one right now. I'm just asking from, questions. Yeah, I'm looking at one right <laughs> now, the meal prep king. Yeah. And his is he has prepped like weeks worth of meals, but they are in fact pre-cooked. Like curry chicken mm-hmm. and things like that, yeah. It's, but I get, like I get what you're saying. It's not, not, it's not solely about the end container. It's about the whole process of you know prepping and getting it ready so that you'll be able to make the meal fast, whether there's cooking involved or not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then making it as Instagrammable, right, as possible. And then just like hashtag meal prep. Maybe it's that you did a bunch of mom stuff or maybe it's that you, but it's like, it is bento-esque. Yeah. Yeah. There's, 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 it's bento adjacent somehow because it's all the little small, cute plastic containers that everything looks cute and wonderful in. The ones I find really horrifying are the ones where it's just like 30 plastic bags lined up in a row, like 30 Ziplocs. I'm like, no, please, God, no. Come on. You're killing me. I'm watching one from Natty Butts about a dumpling salad. And it's oh. just like cutting the carrots into a heart shape, 
not for any reason, just because it looks cute on the video, on the TikTok video. Oh, yeah. And then like creating a beautiful salad, mixing it up, and then goes into a container, goes into a container, goes into a container, put the dumpling, put the dumpling, put the dumpling, and then they're all right. uniform and ready to go. Yeah. And Love I think this. that it, I feel like it's some sort of version of like a ASMR type thing. I mean, mm-hmm. because I think people must find it really satisfying to to watch this the happen. chop and the plop into the container and then and the I guess they find it the, yeah. really satisfying that it all ends up in these perfect containers and it's yeah. all identical. Right. But yeah, meal prep. It's a meal th- prep. I think it wow. I just keep adding one. I keep adding things to my thing. A beginner's but, guide for perfect make ahead meals. Yeah, it's a it's a it's goes along with this this is like a very fitness heavy summer. Is the vibe I'm getting from the mm. socials? Mm-hmm. Like people are about getting in shape this summer, and this meal prep thing seems to be a big part of it. Meal prep is a good one. That's a good call. It Thank also you. is making me hungry. Yeah, you can also spend a lot of time watching these. Yeah, like, a lot of because they are kind of weirdly mesmerizing. Share Marie, exactly. It's visual ASMR. It's like a thing somehow. Like it's uh, usually you find it tagged like so satisfying kind of thing. This is that. What does ASMR stand for? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you could get that from watching. There right. you go. It's not, it, I, as I was like, is the A audio? Because then we need VSMR. But no, it's just, yeah, ASMR is yeah. ASMR. Yeah. Mm. All right. Are you ready? So, <laughs> Flat Croissant, I was like jumping on as the train is almost passed. Uh-huh. Uh, this one, I'm on early. Mm. Let, let, me, let me tell you the story of how I discovered it. Okay. We're in Malibu. <laughs> uh-huh. Need I, I say this. more. I already love this. We're at <laughs> one of, we're at the fancy shopping center where the fancy people go. Within uh-huh. the fancy shopping center, you go into the Paul Frank store. And within the Paul Frank store is the boutique sunny wine tasting section. Okay. It's a local winemaker. You can only get it here in California. Books mm-hmm. wine. <laughs> but it's it's not something you can find everywhere. Would you like to have a taste? Yes, we would. Uh, oh, my wife just had a partial root canal and uh, doesn't want to drink because it'll mess with her antibiotics. No problem. Would she like a fancy water? Why, yes. Yes, she would. Well, these are called drink waters, and they're from France. As am I, the person helping you at the Thanks. fancy wine tasting within the Paul Frank and the fancy shopping center in Malibu. Uh and we are the only place you can get them in the United States right now. Drink, Drink. waters taste amazing. <laughs> Wait, what is a drink? It's water? a metal. It's a metal <laughs> bottle, right? So, oh, hey, drink is the brand. Totally sustainable. Yes, drink okay, is the okay, name of the water. Okay. Uh huh. It's a metal uh-huh. bottle, totally sustainable. Yeah. It's got. Uh, none of these spindrift flavors for you. No, 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 no. You're going to have uh, Eau Gazus or Eau Palate or Summer Body. I don't know why that one's not in French. Uh, but the one my wife got was BMC, which had mint in it. And it was Ooh. wonderful. And we're like, this doesn't have sugar in it? They're like, no, eh, it might be sugar from the mint maybe. But it, we didn't add sugar to it. And yeah. This this is going to be a thing. I'm not sure where. I'm not sure when. But the fact that it's in Thing Central, 
<laughs> they're not. Uh, yeah. And it's exclusive, right? And we're the only people that have it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, no, you keep keep an eye out on. And on, it's French. And it's French. Yep. Also, I found one on the website called Epi. I'm just <laughs> gonna say it in the French, uh, which includes a combination of natural caffeine, L-tyrosine, an amino acid that boosts dopamine, and also magnesium. Yep. Yes. Bingo. It's a thing full of things. It's a thing full of things. I cannot wait to encounter this in the world. Yes. And I can't wait for you to tell me when you finally are like, someone else got the distribution. It's finally happening. Oh, my God. Totally. I'll be like, I saw it. Yeah. Or you're going to be at a party. That's the other thing. You might be at like some kind of party. Like I'm thinking like a corporate party, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but Mm -hmm. it's privately catered. And they're like, oh, and we got these fancy waters. And yeah, it's going to be something like that. I mean, it could be a sustainability event. Like, I could totally see that because they make a big deal on the website about how that's like their whole thing. (gasps) It's called Drunk. Drunk. Oh my God. I love it so much. That is so great. I love, I love the pre seed that this is going to be a thing. Call in the shot drink waters.com. Oh, so great. Okay, well, I this I also went out on a limb here because I wasn't a hundred percent sure if this was gonna turn out to be a thing currently or if it was just something that I had missed. But I have noticed, and I must confess here that it's because I've been window shopping some dating apps. I've noticed uh people referencing their Enneagram type. Oh, really? A lot. Huh. Mm-hmm. Which I had never heard of. I <laughs> so only I, know of this. Because we sold used books about them at the bookstore I worked at in the 90s. Really? Yeah. Right. So So it's like an old thing. Yeah. It was like a huge thing in the 70s, I want to say. Maybe. There would be people, you know, cleaning out stuff and there'd be a paperback about Enneagrams. And I know nothing else about them other than they were related to your personalities. Yeah. I mean, it basically (laughs) is just. Pluralize that. It my personalities. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, though. Yeah, I mean, I maybe it was sort of the precursor to Myers Briggs or it was like big around the same time or whatever. Yeah. But it seems to be back. And then uh I found evidence in the form of a women's health magazine article from June 10th. The nine Enneagram types explained by experts. Wow. Which leads me to believe that in fact, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. may be probably because this like astrology is super in right all of these things that are like why am i like this how am i what am i like that's all super hot right now the enneagram is quote an ancient personality typing system that teaches that there are nine basic personality (laughs) styles in the world according to a psychotherapist and co-author of the road back to you the teaching is around three thousand years old and it's been openly taught as an oral tradition since the 1970s. Yeah, it's 3,000 years old, but the 70s. But it came right out of the 70s. I mean, it's hysterical, right? It's like perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It, it might as well be uh, astrology. I don't know. It's psychometric, a scientific method used to measure an individual's mental capabilities and behavioral style. And then uh, evidently you end up in one of these types, the reformer, the helper, the achiever, the individualist, the investigator – the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, the peacemaker, the reformer. And it is such a big deal that people literally on their app, on their like dating profile or whatever, they just put the number. Oh, they're like, like I'm number five or yeah, whatever. Like I'm an Enneagram two. <laughs> and that's what made me think that it must be a thing because I was like, well, if people are just literally out here shorthanding it, 
That's amazing. Then it must be a thing. And then I found several recent articles about it and it appears to be a thing. So this is like right in there, like you said, with MBTI um, or, or, or in some places, blood type. Like mm-hmm. people are like, oh, what's your blood type? That tells me your personality. Enneagram is, is moving in. It's moving in. And it has that, it has that BS mystique. She has 3000 years old. (laughs) It's it's 3000 years old. Yeah. It was taught to Jesuit priest. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh I'm taking it right now, by the way, I'm taking the test. Oh, where do you take the test? Is there like a good free Uh, take the test? Truity, truity.com. T R U I T Y. (laughs) Truity. It's truity. It's true. Witty. True, True witty. witty. Um, yes. Let's see. Oh, I'm only on t- step two of seven. I won't probably complete this in the oh. time. <laughs> Dang it. I thought it was going to be an easy one, but apparently it's like, oh, it's like MBTI where you have a bunch. Yeah. All right. Uh, post Fine. show. I'll take mine in the post show. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, can I take mine to go? I'll have it. I'll I would have like it. to take mine to go. <laughs> That's a I'll really good my, one. I feel like I'm, this is one I'm going to run into right away. Where I'm going to be like, there it is. There's the Enneagram. I think you might. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think you might because hilarious. I'm a number two. Uh, so good. Feedback at dayitsathing.com is the email address for the show <laughs> that we're doing right now. That's right. That's right. Yep. That's, that's what I was going right. to say from the very moment I opened my mouth. Feedback. And totally meant to com. say that. Yep. Uh, that Charlie dude knew that was the address and sent an email to it and said, uh, I've got a possible phrase thing. Are you ready for a phrase thing, Molly? Yes, definitely. Hi, Molly, Rich, and Tom. Have you all heard of this saying, if I have spoons left? No. No. <laughs> Our adult son used it with us the other day to mean the amount of energy he has to do something. Here's how he described the saying. Psychological analogy for the amount of effort tasks take. Some tasks require big spoons, while others require small spoons. In general, you have more smalls than bigs. You can use a big spoon for small tasks, but not vice versa. Running out of spoons, spoons of that size, means you don't require the amount of energy or mental energy required to complete the task of that size. And they're variable. So for me, a shower might be a small spoon task, while for you, it might be bigger. Wow. I have not heard that, but I kind of love it. Yeah, I got it immediately. Like, that was such a good explanation. It's a wonderful metaphor. Like, it makes perfect sense because it's a container yeah. For your own energy. Wow. That's And it's not like, oh, I just have energy left or no energy left. It's like, yeah, I've got like one big spoon. I could give one big effort, but that's it. Right. So I can use it on a small thing or I could use it on a big thing. But once I use the spoon, it's good, dirty. It goes in the dishwasher. Or like, I'm sorry, I only have a little spoon right now. Yeah. To give. Yeah. That's I might have good. two two little spoons, but I don't have a big spoon. Oh, I'm out of spoons. <laughs> I have spoons left. I love this. I'm going to start trying this out in public. I've never, ever, ever heard this. And I kind of want to start <laughs> trying it out and just seeing what happens. I love Saray is in, our, in Discord. You're on my last spoon. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> That's, so, <laughs> That's great. The spoon is about to overflow. <laughs> Incredible. Greg 
The architect from Houston wrote in on elevators. Yes. I love our audience because we have someone everywhere for everything. I know. First time writer, long time listener to all things Molly. Oh, I hope you're listening to everybody in the pool. Just saying. It's new. Love the show, uh, says Greg. And I, I'm sure I've garnered a few side eye glances as I listen on my headphones in public places <laughs> and snicker or half laugh out loud at your ridiculousness. That's why we're Us? here. <laughs> <laughs> what? I almost signed a lease on a small office space in a building in January 2020 that had these custom root elevators. Apparently, that's what we call them. Best financial decision I never made. See, also work from home in COVID lockdowns. In this particular building, the elevators you speak of were security measures since an international embassy was located in the building. The security guard told me only authorized personnel or pre-screened guests were allowed to access those floors. Therefore, every person entering the building was screened and only allowed to go to the floor they intended to visit. Mm. Based on that level of control, I have a hunch. Since across the country, so many offices or even whole floors are partially or altogether vacant, office building management are putting more of these elevators in to stop people from seeing just how abandoned the buildings are. (laughs) (laughs) Dark, but funny. Moreover, this could keep down the vandalism, theft, and perhaps idea of vacancy tourism. People who want to poke around and see how empty places are. I personally like the idea of no buttons. See also touching public restroom door handles, but fully agree with the dread of accidentally getting in the wrong elevator. Thanks, Tom, Tom, Molly, and Rich. Your show is the treat that makes feel a little less out of touch with the world ah that's good that's good architectural insight uh from greg here i i mean i think it might be a stretch to say they get them just for this but i bet it contributes right it's like one of the reasons on the list for sure i could definitely see that and i have also encountered that reminds me that like at the salesforce building in particular they have the one where the elevator is it's already programmed you don't yeah. Even press the button when yeah, you get yeah, there. Yeah. So yeah, definitely security thing. Uh, Professor Art from the Philippines, also on elevators. Hello, Molly Tommy. It's me again. About that new elevator control thing with the externalized control system, just wanted to report on an early sighting. I first saw that on a trip to Milan back in 2017 at a certain Barcelo Hotel. So it's been around at least as early as that. And I had the same reaction with the, wow, that looks more efficient or something like that. That's all. Still loving the show. Thanks, Professor Art. Yay, we saw one. That's amazing. Yeah, it's in, in the wild. wild. And Love in that. Milan. And 2017. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a bit ago. Anita in Oakland. Shout out. Uh, writes, hi, Marty. <laughs> Marty. M for Molly. Uh-huh. A for something. Rich Tom. Why? Love it. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm writing in with a thing check on free samples at drugstores. First, I was picking up a prescription at the Safeway Pharmacy, and they asked if I wanted a free dog treat. (laughs) It seems they're trying to drum up awareness so that they can fill pet prescriptions as well as human prescriptions. I declined because we're a cat-only household, Mm. so clearly this wasn't based on personalized data. (laughs) Then, last night, my friend posted a video showing a bag of samples she was handed when she checked out at CVS last night, which included a giant bottle of Astroglide. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. She was mortified at the thought that this gift bag may have been customized to her based on what CVS knows about her. Let's just say she's a single sex positive woman. Anyway, the question is, are free samples at drugstores a thing? Thanks for making my week brighter. Each week. Maybe, oh. Anita. I'll have to keep an eye out. Um, been in the drugstore a bit this past couple of weeks and have not been given any free samples. But that's just one data point. So maybe I'm in the wrong drugstore. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I don't think so, but now I'm definitely going to be on the lookout. Well, I the, have not. The thing we need to do is ask the Thingiverse, uh, are you 
seeing this. Let us know if you have seen the free samples. We we need mm-hmm. a we need a thing check. As does Lee Price. Uh, thing check on aisle Lee Price. I've noticed Delulu, D E L U L U, being <laughs> used increasingly over the last few months as shorthand for delusional. Like all things, it originates in South Korea and was originally used by K-pop fandoms. Also, can confirm the increasing trend for buffness seems to be gaining traction. And I'm not mad, given my favorite movie genre is 80s action movie starring ridiculously jacked shirtless guy with a precision perfect amount of stubble. Pretty much same. And also, oh my god, it was I just literally wasn't sure if it was my algorithm or not, but I'm seeing all these fitness things. It's like yeah. the CrossFit people are back, like getting ripped. Oh my! Also, I am going to say Delulu constantly. Yeah, that feels like it's perfect. How <laughs> fun is that? You are Delulu. Um, I swear I've heard this before, and I just never like stuck out to me until Lee pointed it out. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I've. You're right. I've. Definitely seen that. That's a thing for sure. Good spot, Lee. You are Delulu if you think I'm doing that many burpees. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not want your precision abs for the action movie? (laughs) I knew, though. (sighs) Hilarious. Uh, And then Sir ATTW has a response to a recent voicemail. Tomari, are you familiar with Mushin Wushin, the state of not thinking? Best believe that despite the fact I listened to the live stream of the show, I'm waiting with bated breath for the episode to drop in my podcatcher so I can get another hit of that Remy audio. Despite the fact that I was very much listening to him, I didn't hear a thing he said. (laughs) Hey, this is Remy. Ah, yep. Same. (laughs) But now I have to keep reading. Uh, Everything he said after, hey, it's Remy, is a complete mystery to me because I go into an instant non-thinking or motion motion state at that point. (laughs) (laughs) i seem to only reemerge once he stops talking what was his thing who am i kidding i'm still not going to be able to hear it in the recording i promise to listen responsibly i truly hope there are show notes remy audio get you some (laughs) 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 knowing that i'm doing my best to support you says sir atw if you make a pixie mandarin tree available in the it's a thing store and i wake up with a bit of money If you know, you know. I got you. Aw, <laughs> thanks, Saray. Thanks, Saray. Oh my God. And also, same. <laughs> same with respect to Mushin Wushin and Remy. <laughs> hey, this is Remy. That's all we're allowed to play now, or else we, no we one will hear anything it. else. Yeah. You can drive off the road. It's like not safe. <laughs> uh, and then we had several people let us know that the proper Japanese pronunciation of the Heim cut is Hime. The Hime cut, because it is for a Japanese princess. So if you want to say it properly in the Japanese way, that would be the way to say it. In retrospect, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. I hear so many people saying it, Heim, (laughs) that... Oh, really? I'm not sure if it's one of those living language things where it's like, well, that may have been the way you used to say it. Um, But it is good to know the proper way, and that, that is the way I will say it from now on. Yes, same. Same, same. Um, this show is only possible because of you, dear listeners, and specifically dear patrons, those of you who support the show at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Literally keep us in business. We are so grateful. And we are so grateful for our patrons at the shout out level mm-hmm. because you also generate content. It's incredible. We shout you out with a custom crafted shout out, <laughs> thematic <laughs> shout out. <laughs> week after week, and this week's shout-outs are based on the text of the Cortez de Leon, 
1188. Of course it, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. What do you think? Hit it. In the name of Laura Abel, I decree and promise by oath that I will keep for all the Eric Duncans and Gabriel Cohens of my kingdom the good customs established by Joe Hood. I also decree and swear that if Kevin Sill did or submitted to me an accusation against Benjamin Forrest without delay, I will discover the informer to Lee Price. And if Valor Trucks could not prove in my curia the accusation that A.J. Venturella made, Morris Jones should suffer the penalty that Andrew Bradley should suffer if the accusation were proven. I also strictly forbid Jake Woods to do riots in my kingdom. Request justice, as has been said before. If Louis Saint-Amour did it, Mike Akins will pay double the damage and lose my love. <laughs> also the profit and the land if James C. Smith legally owned it. <laughs> so, <laughs> such a footnote ending to this to this uh, text. If he owned it. And apparently I, mean, it. The, I was I thought there were like must be a noun missing, but apparently the Cortes of Leon is in fact a thing. It's like a decree, the first documented example oh. of parliamentarism. Parliamentarism huh. in history. Wow. Who knew? Look at that. Look at that. So like it's just a like or some rules. Oh, this is why we do this stuff. <laughs> See? Learning. <laughs> so much learning. So much learning. Thank you so much for listening to It's a Thing. You can become a member at patreon.com slash it's a thing and you can access our Discord and chat with us live each week as we record. Plus get an ad-free RSS feed. Plus, if you would like to buy a pixie tree, if it shows up in our shop, you'll need to know where the shop is. It's a thing dot me slash shop. There's lots of more affordable items there. Uh, you can also email us your things. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.